It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. A Silly Dude production. Welcome to They Talk A Good Game, your favourite rugby league podcast. It has been a crazy weekend of football. It was the second week of finals, which I feel like always is dramatic for one reason or another. It's just such high stakes. It's the first weekend of the year where all games on the weekend are knockout and it, there's just got a different feel about it. I'm Lockie. I'm your host. I'm joined by my co-host, Harvey. How are you? Oh, I am in a very, very good mood. Of course you following- are. Manly Seagulls thrashing of the Roosters, giving us that momentum we need heading into the semi-final up against the Rabbitohs. What a good weekend of footy. I mean, it was only two games across the weekend. You don't have a weekend filled with footy with the eight games in the regular season, but I reckon these two made up for it. What was lacking in terms of quantity with the quality of footy being played. That's right. Um, if you weren't satisfied just, by the weekends of footy, then you must be a Roosters fan. <laughs> that's it. I think you're the, the only, only person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be disappointed with that. Um, with those two games, I mean, the Seagulls looked really, really good again after being shown, you know, how classy the Storm were last week. Tommy not having his best game to come out and put in a performance that we all know he's capable of was really impressive. Mm. And the Roosters, obviously, you know, they, they feel like they've been backs against the wall with everything that's gone against them this year. And it finally just, you know, they finally crumbled, but such a commendable season for them. And then the game last night, the Panthers versus the Eels was Insane. It's one of the best, one of the game best games of, the of footy I've, I've seen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was one of those games that wasn't full of attacking flair. Uh, nothing came easy for either side, but it's just one of those just real defensive efforts. And uh, I mean, just to to the fact that um, the deciding factor was that penalty goal that Panthers took at halftime. It had that feel about it at halftime when Panthers got that goal. I just thought, Phew. I mean, you know, we know how close the second half is going to be. Every single point in this game 
matters so much. So and but oh, gee, I didn't know if Panthers were going to hold on towards the end. The Eels no. just kept coming for them, and they they looked so good. The Eels they looked better than I've seen them look all year. And so I take my hat off to them. You know they've copped a lot of criticism from both of us all year. Um, yeah, simply because we just don't like them. Um, but <laughs> uh, you know, I think being Tigers and Manly fans, it's just natural that we don't like Parramatta. But but that being said. They earned a lot of respect from me last night, and if they'd won, I would have I would have been pretty satisfied with that with with it if they had. Yeah, I mean they brought the intensity and the physicality. It felt like when they were defending their line um, at the start of that second half, every time they repelled the Panthers, they just grew in strength, and you just had that feeling that if they could hold them out, they were going to go down the other end and do something special. Um, yeah. I, I'm with you there. I thought they played their best game all year. And they played at the right time. I thought they played better than when they beat the Storm a couple of rounds ago um, to end their winning streak. And yeah, they would have been deserving winners if they managed to get the try in the end. But looking at the season as a whole, I think most people will be happy that Penrith got through. So we get that Storm-Penrith semi-final, not the grand final that most people were tipping. Mm. Um, And I'd still think that Penrith will prove the more difficult challenge for the storm. Um, yeah. But yeah. Saying I, that Parramatta have the winning recipe against them and the runs on the board. And they do, I but think, I, I think after, after, after losing to them twice in the season, I just can't see Craig Bellamy not having figured out, figured out a way to, to beat them if they were to meet in the semis. Uh, like just, yeah. Seeing if storm would lose to a team three times in a, in a year. I don't know if that, has ever happened. <laughs> no, it's pretty unheard of. But but um, I, I just sat, it had the feeling last night. I feel like Parramatta went into the game with that match being their grand final, and yeah, and, right. as the, and as the game went on, it became Penrith's grand final. Like so, I just think that Melbourne would have enjoyed watching last night's game, watching two teams belt the shit out of each other, and yeah. and. Melbourne are going to be fresh going into next week, coming up against a battered and bruised Panthers side. You just wonder, the only thing that can hurt Melbourne now is complacency. You know, that week off, lose a bit of that momentum. Not that Penrith are necessarily riding any sort of momentum because they've come off a loss and a hard-fought, unsatisfying in a way win. Yeah. Um, so it's not like they've got the momentum edge over Storm. You just, you just worry about that week off sometimes. You know, it's good, but it has its double-edged sword. Yeah, for sure. I think Penrith, they're a side that we know can play better, which is almost more threatening that they, they haven't reached that yeah. those heights yet. Um, with with the Stars and their team, Cleary isn't playing in, you know, that full gear. He's still, I don't know what it is, whether it's that shoulder that's giving him problems or it's just confidence and combinations um, missing out. I think they missed Toto. Coming out off yeah, their line, he is, the meters he's got to be he the gains. most valuable, the most valuable winger in the game because you know there's some really great wingers, players like Alex Johnston, Josh Adokar. They got speed and they can finish off a try. You know, Jason Saab as well is probably now in that league, but but Biza, the the he's like another Ford when they're coming out of their own end, and even when they're attacking the line, he's like a he's like a fast prop on the wing. You know, it's just unreal. Yeah, it's such good value. You can see why he... And he would have thrived in that game on the weekend mm. um, it, with that origin feel about him. It just would have... He would have loved the physicality that the Eels brought to it and 
yeah, maybe he would have been the difference maker. So hopefully he's back. Yeah. Next that being week, said, Brent be- Naden stood up. I'll give uh, you know, I tip my hat to him. He hasn't played a lot of footy this year. He was left out of the Panthers grand final. He was put on the bench for the Panthers grand final last year. So you know, in terms of big games, he hasn't he hasn't seen a lot of it. And I thought that last night he just he want he wanted to work his way back into the team. He wanted to maybe prove something to the Bulldogs where he's headed next year. So well done to him. But he's also yeah. he's just not he's not Brian Toto. So that, no, that, he's yeah. It's a shame that he's you know behind probably the best winger in the in the league this year. Um, he would have had more opportunities otherwise. Uh, but I think their biggest weakness, and we, we talked about it a bit last week, is, is Dylan Edwards at the back. He looked mm. dodgy under the high ball, um, gave a few chances away. Well, he's meant and... to be he's meant to be the safe option. That's the thing. Like I still would consider him a safer fullback than Steve Crichton. So in terms of the safe areas, you know, it's still I'd still be picking him as my as my one. Um so yeah, maybe the X factor in attack is something that Crichton brings to that to that position. But yeah, but yeah, I just I I'd still if I'm clear, I'm still picking Edwards next week and keeping Crichton. Yeah, I don't I don't think he'll be dropped, but I think he'll see a lot more attention come his way. Oh yeah, um, and and the Storm will have a game plan to expose his his weaknesses as they will every other player in that Pen- Penrith side. Um, it's going to be a cracking, cracking game next week when, when they meet up. Um, yeah. The only thing that um, I guess, you know, people are saying that it's the grand final a week early. Um, but if it if it is that sort of game and it's another Penrith Parramatta type game that is just so uh, wearing on the players, that opens the door a little bit for South's Manly, which I'm picturing South v Manly to be a much more open attacking game of footy. It's two of the best attacking teams in the comp who aren't necessarily in that same defensive league as Melbourne and Penrith um, or even the Eels as they showed last night. I think South and Manly, like much like a Des Hazer and Wayne Bennett coach team, they they uh, have built their seasons off of the ability to score points. Uh, whereas, you know, those other teams, they've... I feel like there may be a more full package. But when it comes to prelims, they might be riding a bit more momentum heading towards the grand final, whichever team does come out on top. Yeah, you're right. I think that game between Manly and Souths will be both teams trying to score more points than the other team, Yeah, obviously. But the, the other game with Penrith and Storm, they'll both be trying to limit the other team scoring points. They'll, they'll be focusing defensively, as you said, and and you're right, it does have that grand final feel. They are the two best teams in the comp this year. Um, they're likely to, you know, leave nothing out there, but, you know, they're going to put their bodies on the line. It's going to be really physical. And whoever wins, whoever gets through into that final, the pressure's on them. They're going to be the favourites going mm. through. So the South's Manly side of the draw has that advantage of coming up against the minor premiers or last year's grand finalists, um, Penrith beating the minor premiers, they're going to have pressure off in a way. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how both those games play out. You know, you want mm. the best contest possible. So hopefully no injuries, no suspensions, anything like that, that's going to mar the grand final. But mm. South versus Manly shapes to be a really exciting contest. I'm excited yeah. to see Blake Taff out there again in that fullback jersey coming up against Tommy in for that number one competition. 
Um, yeah. The halves, I think both sets of halves are coming off their best games or some of their best form. Certainly Foran and DCE this week put in their best showing, I thought, for a, a number of weeks. Mm. Um, Battle yeah, of the Fourteens. Battle of the Fourteens is an interesting one. Dylan Walker had an unreal game coming off the bench the other night up against the old master, Benji Marshall. Um, Walker would have him for speed um, and all those kind of F, F, those areas that you've that you've got with the younger age, I guess. But Benji's got the experience. He's always been a big game player. You know, the thing about Benji's career is that a regular season game sometimes I feel like he struggles to get up for. Whereas World Cup finals, Grand Finals, finals games, he's in general he's always up for it. And so if he does see a bit of game time. Um, you know, he could just be the difference, could just throw, do something that that breaks open the Manly team. So really interesting battle of the 14s, which I love about yeah. the modern game in general. Like, I feel like you're never used to say the battle of the 14s. It was, they were, you know, they were always either just a backup, a backup half or just another forward. Whereas now it's like really game-breaking players, real just footballers, you know? 100%, yeah. I think the evolution of that utility forward utility spine player off the bench has been good for the game. It's opened lots of opportunities for players who don't fit that typical mould of a, you know, ready-made position um, in the starting 13. And it's given the game some great sort of impact subs coming on and really being game changers. Mm. And yeah, they come in all different shapes and sizes. Dylan Walker against Benji shapes to be a good one. Uh, another good contest coming up in this game, I reckon, is the two best goal kickers this year. Yeah. Ruben Garrick and Adam Reynolds. I mean, Garrick kicked seven from seven this week. He's in in with a shot, a big shot of breaking Hazamel Masri's all-time point-scoring record. How many, how many does um, he need? Do we know how many he needs to break the record? I think he's about 40 off. 40. Or, or 35 away, yeah. So he um, probably needs Manly to get up and for... For the grand final to happen, and he needs a, a few tries, and he uh, he needs he a needs, few tries. He yeah. needs some big point scoring, and I think it's got to, he's got to have a big haul in the semis because I can't see the grand final, no matter who it is, being high point scoring. It just mm. never, never, or rarely is, unless it's Manly versus Storm. Uh, we all know how grand finals end when they come up against each other, forty yeah. <laughs> nil. <laughs> that could get him over the line, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's it's shaping up to be a great weekend of footy coming up again. And I think we did some 
grand final predictions last week. Do you have any changes to your thoughts based on what you've seen this week? Well, I think I think I had Storm. I think I had Storm v uh, Rabbitohs. Did I have Storm v Rabbitohs? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, neither of them played this weekend, so I can't really say I can't really take one out. You know, um, the, the dominance of the manly performance hasn't thought that maybe they've got the edge against the Rabbitohs. You know. I don't know if you heard, but during the week on Triple M footy, uh, Ryan Girdler came out and labelled Manly flat track bullies. They, he said, uh, yeah, they can had some good individual performances over a very depleted Roosters team, but against other top four sides, doesn't reckon they match it. So, uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Gerds and I still think the old master, <laughs> Wayne Bennett, can, uh, can, can get himself to another grand final. In his final, potential final ever year of coaching, like... You know, I just feel like, yeah, there's something about Wayne this year that could just, you know, upset everyone. Yeah, I think Wayne is is a masterclass at coaching, obviously, but this year he's got them peaking at the right time. Um, mm. That's for sure. They're playing strong finals footy. And that, that forward pack, I mean, it's just so dominant at the moment. The way he's built it with those attitude players... Lots of gusto through the middle, and he, he just <laughs> a bit like you know. this podcast. <laughs> a lot of gusto through the middle. Uh, that's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really tough one to pick. So, yeah. mate, uh, just an up, just an update um, on the the most points in a season record. I've just sort of looked it up, and yeah. you, you said Ruben Garrick needs forty. He only needs twenty to equal Hasm oh, Masri. Wow. Uh, Hasm's record of three forty two. And Ruben's on three twenty-two, so he he could pretty, do it. Pretty close. You know, it's, it's quite. It's, it's quite, within reach. It's quite doable. Um, if he scored maybe maybe just a cheeky hat trick and then a few goals, uh, and he breaks it this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be very exciting. Um, I didn't realise he was that close. So good for doing your research. Yeah, you know? or during the podcast, reckon- I'm doing my research. <laughs> he's already he's already overtaken Brett Hodgson from 05, So that's. So sad to see for for me. Yeah, apologies, but oh, I reckon right. he could do it this week up against the rabbits. Yeah, right. Bold prediction. The bold, the bold, bold the basic and the go. brilliant return. Finals <laughs> edition. Finals edition. You know what else is very exciting? The battle mm. of the coaches that are left in the competition. Craig Bellamy, yeah. who's the modern, the modern greatest. Wayne Bennett, who's you know the greatest, going back to the eighties and nineties. Des Hasler, who hasn't seen finals footy for many, many years and has that old rivalry with Bellamy. And then right. Ivan Cleary, who is, you know, in danger of breaking Brian Smith's record for most NRL games coached without a premiership. So there's a bit wow. of there's a bit of desperation from from every every camp, I feel like they all want There's to a storyline everywhere, isn't there? There is. Um good to see. I uh, I mean yeah, with Des returning to Manly, taking them to new heights. With with the start of the year, there were doubts over his you know longevity with the team and whether he's the right man to lead them forward. And he's certainly shown his worth. Ivan Cleary, obviously coming off heartbreak last year, mm. coming up against Bellamy again this time in the semi final. And yeah, the two goats, Bellamy and Bennett. I mean, if it is Bennett's last year of coaching in the NRL. What a way to finish it with a premiership. And it's almost feels a bit 
ominous that that might be the truth, you know? It, it might- does. I mean, I feel like all year and based off of last year's grand final, all year we've been saying, okay, Storm and Penrith are the top two that, you know, they're probably going to find each other in the grand final. Now we find ourselves in a position where Storm and Penrith can't meet in the grand final. Souths are there on the other side. They've got the old master. Latrell's gone down. People saying they can't do it. Like, it just... There's something. It gives him that underdog tag, and he, he loves an underdog tag. Loves. He loves, he loves it. it. That's you know he's been dealt a hand which he can play play with masterfully because he's done it before, and he'll he's engaged. Get that side. And and just say, yeah. just imagine the, what I also love about this coaching battle is one way I you know you could have Bellamy v Hasler, the old battle of the mid two thousands, the classic Storm v Manly. You could also have Cleary v Bennett, which has already been building as a rivalry throughout the the um the final series. Bennett, yeah, Bennett, war of words. Bennett gave him a carrot. Ivan took a big bite, and now <laughs> and now Bennett still got a bunch of carrot. And it's like, will Ivan <laughs> will Ivan finish the carrot? Is the question. <laughs> and it's like, well, will Ivan go? No, Bennett. No, Wayne. I'm full, and foc- I'm going to focus on the footy. No more carrot for me. So this is yeah. it's just oh, it's just mouth watering. It is. It I is. hope it's one of those two matchups. To be honest, like I feel like on Friday night, if Souths win and be- and it's Bennett, then I'll be going for Panthers over Storm. Whereas if Hasler wins, I'll be going for Bellamy. You know, like I, I want to see one of those two matchups. Although Bellamy v Bennett, would you would go also for be- Bellamy? Yeah, Bellamy Bennett so would also classic, be great. Would you Would you go for Bellamy over Hasler if they met in the grand final? Yeah. Uh. If if it's Storm Manly Grand Final, I'll probably go for Manly because um, underdog. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think Manly. Otherwise, I think. Yeah, really, I think at this point, I don't. I think Penrith are the team that I want to see win the least, and that comes from Tigers bias and hating sure. on Ivan Cleary. But you know, Storm they won last year, but they're just so it'd be it would actually be awesome to see Storm win back to back, having lost Cam Smith. Um, and this new this new generation. Storm, I, the only team I, I want to lose. Okay. <laughs> like, obviously, I want Manly to win. We're still in with the fight. Between Rabbitohs and Penrith, I'm, I'm neutral towards either of them. Mm. But mm. the Storm, I just can't stand the Storm. I cannot stand them. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah fair. Hopefully, hopefully, Ivan gets the boys rolling up. And oh, no, I'm going for Storm over Panthers it. this weekend. Uh, Definitely. Well, I was, you that's know, where we differ. I was hoping Eels would win last, uh, you know, in this last weekend, and and would because then Panthers go out in straight sets, get completely humiliated. Eels yeah, go up to Melbourne. Tough. Eels go up to Melbourne. Bat, well, not up to Melbourne. Eels play Melbourne, battered and bruised, and then get completely smashed. Eels get humiliated. <laughs> I'm just what I just want Panthers, Eels, and now Roosters already have been, but I. My, my the three teams that I that I need to see get humiliated. <laughs> the three teams where the big four ended up. Oh. Well, no, Aaron Woods is at Cronulla. I don't mind Cronulla. That was, <laughs> but course. Ivan, Ivan, Mitch Moses, and James Tedesco. Get him out of here. Also, no, Ryan Madison right. at Parramatta. Can't stand him. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The insights of a, of a Tigers fan. Lots yeah. of grudges <laughs> you know, everywhere. Throughout the Manly, league. Manly have Marty Tapau, Taniela Paseca, 
Moses Sully on the, and the 18th man spot. So Sirenin yeah, doesn't even make the side anymore. No, he's off to the Super League. Former Tigers boy. So, he's going gone Super League. I haven't even seen that yeah. official. There we yeah, go. yeah, he's, he's he's moving on. Yeah, um, it's funny. Earlier at the start of the year, I remember we were saying the only second row a Manly have got going into this year is Curtis Sirenin. Whereas all of a sudden, it. Josh Schuster's become a great second rower. Hamali Olakwatu came out of nowhere and is one of the gun second rowers of the year. Um, who else have you got? Um, who's off Carl the Carl Lawton's come Lawton's in. Lawton's come in, yeah. He's been really good. He's like that. I mean, we lost Davey early on to an ACL injury, which was heartbreaking. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah so at while, that point, we it really looked dire when, when Davey went down. But... yeah. Des Hasler, he he finds he finds players from from everywhere and turns him into great club men. That's just what he That's does. That's it. I think aside from the headline grabbing Trebojevic boys DCE, he's got the fringes playing their best footy. I mean, mm. Sean Kepi was arguably the player of the game on the weekend through the middle. There, um, he missed a few weeks going down to Sydney for the birth of his um, first child, which is very mm. exciting, and he's just come back and proven his worth and and rewarded Des for the faith that he's had in him. I thought Lockie Croker coming back into the side, we missed him last week, um, showed how much value he's been giving to this side out of dummy half. He's a bit of a makeshift dummy half, although he's been playing that position for two years now. And yeah. I'm happy to stick with him moving forward. I think he is a genuine hooker. That yeah, um, well, I mean, think about yeah. the other thing is, you know, Des Hasler, he's love the creativity and the fact that how many players in this Manly current best 17 are playing in a position that is different to their preferred position, you know, from a year ago. You've got Josh Schuster, who's a 5'8", who's playing second row, and a gun second row. You've got Lockie Croker, who's a half, playing hooker. You've got um, you've got uh, Dylan Walker, comes on as a 13. You know, you never would have thought you'd see it. He, he was a fullback or a 5'8", or a centre. Um, yeah. And then there's another one, Carl Lawton. I mean, he was a... He was he a was he a dummy half at the Warriors and then he's come over. He and was he's yeah, been made yeah. into so a, he's he, ma- made into a back rower. Back rower. He does a spell at dummy half if Croker needs to come off. Mm. Um, but he's he's just full of energy. That's what he provides. Um, yeah. But you're right. It's the, that adaptability off the bench um, for us that's that's really valuable. And Des has done a, a really good job. Um, mm. Very very exciting to see for a Manly fan. All right. Well. I mean, I think on that note, we should make just some tips for this weekend. Um, Storm v. Panthers, do you have a winner and a margin? I'm going to say Panthers because, as I said, I, I want the Storm gone. Okay, um, so you're going with your but heart. I think I think it's going to be close, and I think it'll probably be two points. So mm. let let's go... 16-14. Okay. You know, even though I said all that stuff about how the Penrith-Parramatta game felt like their own grand final and Penrith are limping their way to the prelims and it's looking good for the Storm, I just have this feeling about Penrith. Like, the fact that they've just made it through there, they've they've had a few wake-up calls and, yeah, I'm just a bit worried about them. And so I'm actually going to say Penrith too. Uh, Bye. Bye. I'm also going to go Penrith by two. I'm just going to do it. Ooh, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Uh, so, scoreline, oh, I don't know, 10-8. No. 10-8. Cleary, Cleary get his kicks. 12-10. 12-10. 12-10. Uh, 
Um, Manly Close v one. Souths. I'll go first since yeah, you've got go you've got it. you've got some skin in the game. Um, I'm going to say South Sydney, uh, the old master Wayne Bennett, um, by four. Uh, uh, let's say let's make it a bit high scoring. Let's make it twenty twenty six to twenty two. Okay. Yeah, I, I think as well it'll be high scoring or more high scoring than the other game we've got this weekend. Obviously, I'm going to tip Manly. I reckon we'll get to 30. Um, so I'll say 32-18 cool. Manly to run away with a couple of tries at the end, close through close the first and then, 60, yeah. 70 minutes. And then, yeah, yeah, maybe an intercept try by Saab to seal the deal. Mm. Wow. That's, that's how I see it happening. Terrific. Well, yeah. Just it's going to be another great week of footy. How good is finals? I just love finals. I love knockout footy. So good. It's so good. It's the so stakes good. Stakes are so um, high. Yeah. Just As we said so- earlier, the quant- quality's there. You don't have the quantity across the weekend, but when the when the first whistle goes to start the 80 minutes, you know you're in for a cracking game. Yeah. Well, Make sure you tune into your finals footy next week. Join us next week for our grand final preview. That's crazy how how close it is. We're doing our grand final preview next week. Um, potentially some special guests throughout the week next week. It's going to be a very big week on the podcast for us. Potentially some Instagram lives. Don't know. We haven't even talked about that, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll talk about what happens, but it's just... Yeah. Enjoy your finals footy. Enjoy your finals footy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.